messed up Diablo so bad. And I know that was a while ago, but that was that was so bad. <laughs> Do you guys not have phones? You guys have phones, right? <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Wait, really? Really? It was a it was insanely it was insane. I, I forgot what I think it was it was like the same year we went to E3, I thought. Um it's whenever Diablo Immortals came out. They like so like it's been forever since, you know, there's been a Diablo four, right? This Diablo three's been out forever. Um yeah, they announced it in late twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, this is the year before. So like you know, it's time for Diablo at BlizzCon and they go to announce it and it turns out their next Diablo game is a mobile game and everyone obviously is rightfully pissed and um, th- one of the guys asks, he's like, is this, is there any plans to make like a PC version or like, is there going to be like, is it going to be strictly mobile? And the guy was like, yeah, there's, it's just mobile. There's like no plans to put it on PC. And the crowd boos. And then he goes, the 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 uh, presenter of the event goes, oh, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> and the rest <laughs> of the developers are like, yeah, you guys have phones, right? <laughs> like, you guys are so fucking stupid. Just missed the point completely. <laughs> like, what the heck? No. <laughs> It's, I, I don't know, man. They're crazy. This is whack. It's very whack. And speaking of whack, we're gonna wet. Well, we're gonna wow, whack them. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're gonna welcome everybody back to another episode of Twaddle Play. Hey, play. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back to another episode of Twaddle Play. My name is Randall. Hey, I'm JC. And. Oh boy, do we have some interesting things to talk about for this episode of Twaddle Play? Quite the episode. Oh yes, and actually we're gonna we're gonna just dive right into it. Uh, and JC, JC, you're gonna go ahead and start us off today. Oh man, well I have two things to pick between, um, and I'm gonna choose the genre that I've been on a kick on lately. Um, there is rumblings of an exciting new MMO game called Ashes of Creation which it sounds ambitious but if it is if they end up delivering on what they're trying to do it could be what a lot of people think a lot of mmo people think um you know like big big personalities in like the mmo gaming world they really think it could be like the next big mmo um i'm on their page right now um you said ashes of ambition Ashes of Creation. Oh, sorry, Creation. You're good, you're good. Um, but it's very interesting. So their whole idea is that, like, the... And I don't know too much about it. Um, but I know that uh, it's in early access still. Um, but, you know, it's a medieval fantasy, multi... Uh, you know, MMO, multi or what oh man massive multi-online role-playing game right (laughs) there you go (laughs) massive multiplayer online role-playing game um so you know classic just like wow um but uh it's a little bit more grounded it's not as fantastical like like from what i've been seeing from like the game art it it 
looks a little bit it's like it's still fantasy um like there's still magic and stuff but it looks a little bit more i guess a little closer to like because wow is like very fantasy um and i guess the the one mmo i've been playing a lot elder scrolls online uh it's closer to elder scrolls online in terms of like the building and the buildings and stuff and like how everything is like stylized it looks a little bit more like connected to um you know human medieval culture um which i always like i was like fantasy worlds being a little bit more grounded wow still a great game but um it just seems really cool the way that they're handling the world because it their their whole like idea is that the world reacts to the player's decisions um and what one thing i find the most fascinating is there's these like these things called sieges um that happen every so often and it's like um like people who play uh mmos a lot will know like there's like you know raids basically um where a lot of people go into one place to take down one world boss it's, it's a really cool thing to do to like team up with like 20 other people and then go like um take down this like you, you know you know insanely hard boss um but the way that they're kind of handling that in this game is called through something called sieges um where a bunch of enemies basically uh hundreds of players they say are on a single battlefield um and they all you know they fight i think it's, it's supposed to be between like the factions in the game but what's cool is that these sieges only happen once per month. So like, what? Yeah. So like, it's like the one thing I've always thought that kind of like takes you out of the immersion of like an MMO is is the raids because they're fun. But like, also at the same time, it's like, oh, we have to go defeat this dragon who's been wreaking havoc on the world for a hundred years, <laughs> three times today. You know, like. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, so it's like. It, it takes the like it like the um the experience uh, it minimizes the experience a little bit because it's like oh okay i'm just gonna do this all the time you know it, it kind of loses its um its punch after a while so the fact that they're doing it once a month like i feel like would, it, it adds it makes it sound so much more like meaningful you know yeah i mean i think it's really interesting uh to me because like i'm on their website too yeah and like the gameplay looks really really nice yeah, that's still kind of people wondering how the combat is going to go. Like, I remember I was watching a video of Summit 1G uh, talking about it, and he was like, yeah, if they make, the, if they nail the combat, this game will be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I the, the thing for me is, like, I've never really been an MMO player, like, yeah. ever. Um, which is funny, because, like, I really like a TV show that's based off of it being, like, an MMO. Hey, anything I know what you're talking about. Yes, you do know what I'm talking about. Um, but five dollars for the any viewer who can name it. Yeah, five dollars. Five dollars <laughs> long for whatever uh, listener dollars. puts it in the in the comments. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I think that this one like is kind of a, a breath of fresh air in the MMO world because I feel like a lot of people when they create MMOs they're just like, "Oh, let's just do it just like this or let's just do it like that." Yeah. Um so they're just like all copying each other. There's not really much innovation in the space in my opinion to get me to like want to start playing MMOs. Yeah. That's uh, the thing. There's like a million World of Warcraft clones. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that like I'm actually interested just by just reading some of the things on this website yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. 
this might be uh, this might be pretty good here. Yeah, I mean, it might it might actually breathe breathe some life back into the MMO genre because I mean, they're they're it, it's still like alive and well, you know, but um, there hasn't really been anything like to shake it up or like change things. Yeah. Um, one thing else that's really cool is um, I I I think. I just caught a little bit of this in one of their videos. Somebody can quick correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they said like you can only have like one or maybe two, um, like crafting skills. And in most games, you can you can choose like multiple, like as many as you want, basically. Um, which means that like you know, if you're in a guild or something, you're gonna really have to like make sure that you have a blacksmith that is really good, and like you have. A, a cook who's really good you know but like hmm. those people all have to choose that specific skill and nothing else so it's like it's really you know it adds this cool like kind of strategy to it as well um there's one other thing i wanted to talk about it was um oh yeah the class system so the class system is like fully fluid like you could choose whatever you want like you have your main class there's like 16 different classes. So you choose your main class and then choose another one as like your secondary class. Um, and you can, you can, I think, choose to, to switch your main and your, you can choose to switch it once per game, once per character or something. But um, it just seems really cool. I th they said there was some, there's some like over a thousand combinations of classes. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. It's <laughs> nuts. Yeah, that's, a, that's an insane amount of classes. I, I think yeah. I, one thing that I want to touch on, like, based on what you were just talking about with, like, the whole uh, skill-based thing or, like, like what skills your character ends up learning, uh, yeah. I think it's huge because, like, thinking about games that rely on teamwork, right? Like, I'd say that Overwatch is, a, is a, the first game that comes to my mind that, that I've played a lot. Uh, you know, they, like, when you're especially when you're playing competitively, uh, they lock you in a roles like there has to be two tanks, there has to be two DPS, there has to be two healers, and you all really rely on each other as a team. I really like yeah. the sound. I, I love games that are like are so cohesive for for a team. Like you have to be a good team in order to in order to win most times. Like you can't just have one dude or 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 dudette carrying you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. uh, I like the sound of of how they're doing this whole system where. It's like you have to make sure that you have a blacksmith, that you have a cook, that you have <laughs> a marksman, that you have like all these different people, uh, you know, in your guilds to make sure that you have a strong, strong guild. Yeah, man, I, I, I just love the thing about multi, you know, MMOs that I think a lot of developers forget when they're making them is that the idea is like to, you know, almost be a part of the world and like, it, and the more it the more that your like whatever role you decide to focus on the more that feels unique and the more that that is like a benefit to people around you the more involved in the world you feel so i, th I think it's a great idea to have it be like there's you know basically there's specialists in the world just like just like the real world where like oh i need a great cook it's like well you better start searching because all the major guilds already have all the great cooks like, right. or something, you know, like I, I just think that's cool. And then that re leaves, you know, room for people to, to still join because, Hey, maybe there's a certain role that there aren't enough of. You could fulfill that. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just seems cool to me. Yeah. I think, I think where the MMO space is really struggling in my opinion 
is that they are not bringing people into the space that traditionally avoid MMOs. Like, yeah. take me, for example, like, I'm somebody who plays a lot of FPS games. I'll even play third-person shooters, um, Battle Royale. I'll play RPGs. But I don't really play MMOs, like, at all. Yeah. And I actively avoid them, I'd even say. Interesting. Um, and not that they have to bring in, you know, that other, like, that other type of gamer. Um, <laughs> but I feel like they're really missing out on a huge audience uh, to, to to come in and, and have fun on these games, right? Like, and start talking about, like, oh, my God, I love this MMO. Um, you know, because, like, right now it's just the audience of people who have been playing MMOs for a while and they, like, know that they enjoy playing that game category. It's definitely a very specific play style. Yeah. Um, so I can see why people like don't like as many people don't like MMOs. Um, I am curious though why you specifically like avoid them. So I've always kind of been a fast-paced kind of gamer. Sure. And that's why I play a lot of online games uh, or like multiplayer games like Call of Duty, Overwatch, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, stuff like that. Right? Like. Oh yeah. No, I play I play a handful of like campaign games. Uh like right now I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And yes, some such such a great game. But sometimes when I'm playing that game, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I got to ride my horse that far." And it's just like I'm just like spamming A on my Xbox controller <laughs> because I'm like I I just like I love like fast-paced games where I could just like, you know, dive in and like really really get into the get into the game but also at the same time it's like it's kind of a breath of fresh air with with red dead that i'm allowed to just sit back and like enjoy the beautiful graphics on the game or just enjoy the scenery and really just dive into the game red dead 2 at least up to this point has been the most immersive game i've ever played like i still vividly remember every time i would walk up to like a bar rain my horse brush her off give her a little pet and then walk in the bar you know like (laughs) yeah i just it's just so cool i just finished the mission where literally the whole mission is where arthur and uh, i think it's lenny arthur and lenny like go to a bar and just get fucking trashed yes so you got the valentine yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. the valentine the the thing i wanted to tell you what did you did you look at like your feet when you walk through the mud? I did not. No, bro, it's crazy. I didn't want to ruin it too much when we were talking about it earlier because you hadn't gotten there yet. But yeah, like dude, when you're walking through the streets of Valentine, like just watch your feet in the mud. Like actual pools of water will collect in like where your footsteps are. It's crazy. Like, should I go into <laughs> first person mode to see this or? Uh, no, in third person you can see it too. Like if you just look at uh. Your ground it has to be like after it had rained pretty heavily but like but that's that's what's crazy dude about the game like yeah that's it's just it's just nuts that's just keep pretty, an eye on the mud pretty good when you walk through it yeah it's wow crazy it's nuts <laughs> but yeah that's i mean it's that's weird that you don't want to go on mmos and, and it's funny that you say that about the fast-paced aspect of it because um what like you obviously played mmos before like did you play right. wow i never played wow no Oh, what did you play? I don't even remember. Oh, huh. God. Because WoW is like the quintessential MMO. WoW is the quintessential You'd really MMO. have to like... Did you play Elder Scrolls Online, maybe? 
I have tried Elder Scrolls Online like back in the day when it first came out. Yeah. Same, same. And then I didn't play it until literally like a week ago. I started playing it again. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to me. I don't know. Like I've just been kind of craving a new Elder Scrolls game since Skyrim has been out for nine years already, pretty much, this November. But, uh, it's a, it is a pretty good MMO. It's it's um I like I like how they handle the classes because it's similar to I think how Ashes of Creation is gonna handle it, but a little different. Like the the thing I like about um Elder Scrolls Online specifically as an MMO is that you start off being able to do literally anything. Like you have a class and you choose your class at the beginning, but like you could choose sorcerer and then wear like heavy armor you know so you could like because most mmos they'll lock you out of certain armor types and certain weapon types but like this game just literally lets you choose any type of armor any type of weapons which would with whatever class you are and obviously different ones are better for different classes but like i just thought it was really cool that it just like is like here you go you can do anything (laughs) um which is cool um but uh you know it's funny that you say that you you don't like mmos because they're not fast paced because once you get into some of the later game of these MMOs, man, you got to be activating those abilities quickly. Like you got to be moving pretty fast. So right, I'd be well, interested to see how you play a game like a little bit more into the late game. But, so you know, if you can't, don't ever get there. You you can't. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, this is a. I was like interested to find out like what the top MMOs are by just like googling it. Right. Uh, oh, also yeah. for the sanity of me, like remembering which MMOs I've played. <laughs> um warframe was really like the first one that i did oh warframe yeah okay um and beautiful game fun game frustrating game slow game <laughs> so <laughs> that i that i just got fed up with but one that that shook me when i when i read it i was like i did not realize and i put a ton of hours into this game destiny 2 Oh yes, that totally is an MMO. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, I never had thought that Destiny Two was an MMO, um, but I put a ton of hours in that game, and that's a game I actually genuinely well, I liked it, but I got I got frustrated with that game easily. That's for sure. <laughs> but I put a lot of time into that game, so I guess I have played MMOs. Destiny's kind well, Destiny's slow pace in my opinion. Even like even when you're in the bulk of a mission, it's like, man. Yeah. Excuse me. Man, do those things just take long? They do take a while. And if you're not the kind of person that's into, like, grinding stuff out, you might not have a great time. Um, But, yeah, I mean, if anybody wants to get a proper uh, MMO experience, uh, I would 100% tell them to play World of Warcraft um, I, and the, the thing that I, the reason, honestly, I don't play World of Warcraft is because, um, I get extremely into it. I play it all the time. And also there's a subscription. It's like $17 a month and it's Oof. like, it's pretty steep. Yeah. $17 um, a month to play a video game. Yeah. I mean, I probably spend that much on skins per month but <laughs> skins are permanent yeah that's besides lose, the point i don't lose i don't lose access to the game if i stop paying for skins you know right it's a like, completely optional thing 
hold on wait a minute but that's kind of the thing with mmos is that like a lot of the good ones have a paid you know a, a monthly subscription model yeah um just which, for... like is fine but yeah just just for the for the record here world of warcraft charging 17 dollars a month for people to play that costs 204 dollars a year yeah, and you can buy like year packs, but like that's a lot of money though for a game a like lot. to continue to have access to a game. Yeah, that's like, the I, thing. I pay less yeah. for for Xbox Game Pass and that gives me access to yeah. hundreds of games. <laughs> that's yeah, and I think I think that honestly is to your point of like they're not really doing a great job of like getting people who don't normally play MMOs on board because like people who normally play other games don't pay monthly to play their games yeah um which i do like the way that um zenimax handles elder scrolls online because you buy it and then you you get access to the whole game all the all the um all the zones um but then obviously there's the dlc that you can pay for and like i know a lot of people don't like dlc but i have no problem with dlc as long as it adds content to the game and it's not just like Hey, here's stuff that should have been in the game but right. didn't make it. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest complaint with with games that throw DLC in is like, oh hey, you want the complete game? Then you gotta pay extra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which is stupid, but yeah, that's um, what I feel like that they did with the with the newest Pokemon game this year. Oh God, really? Po- Pokemon Sword and Shield. It was the first time ever that Pokemon had DLC, hmm. and. I felt like I felt like the story mode, like the story of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, I felt was lacking. And then they were like, "Oh, hey, by the way, we've got DLC where it's got like another gym that you can fight, or it's got you know new Pokemon you can catch and stuff like." That. It's like, really, like that should have just been part of the main game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think Destiny is a big, a good, a, a really good example, actually of that too and i think a lot of it has to do with like activision oversight but yeah no they just like released the game and like it was just kind of like i'm talking about the original destiny they released the game and it was just kind of like oh okay this is pretty okay um but then they released like more of the story and it seemed like the story hadn't like finished and like I don't know. It just seemed a little empty, and them adding extra stuff just seemed like they should have had that in the game already. It's hard to explain, but yeah, yeah, basically what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I never make. I got the original Destiny like right before Destiny Two came out because I was like, okay, I'll give this a try. I played like me. <laughs> you're you're gonna be so triggered by this. I played oh, no. I played maybe like fifteen twenty minutes of the first Destiny, and I was like. This is trash. Uh, <laughs> but then I still got Destiny 2 because I'm me. And I yeah. I actually really liked Destiny 2. Uh, I thought it was way better than the first Destiny. Than the first 15 to 20 minutes of the first Destiny. I I did really like the beginning of Destiny 2. I don't know why. I liked the first one. Um, I actually have a confession to make on the Destiny 2 campaign. It might have just been because I was tired from work, but I 
fell asleep playing the Destiny 2 campaign. Oh. <laughs> like the second to last mission I fell asleep during. And Damn. I was playing I was playing with a friend too. And we were like going <sighs> through the game and like I I just remember like just getting to this level where and like it's a pretty cool mission, like all things considered. Um I don't know why I fell asleep, but like I just uh we were running through stuff and we were uh it, it's like the thing there's like that big ship that like sucks up the sun and then like shoots a laser or whatever and you gotta go stop it you know right. so you get there and it's like it's like absorbing the sun and it's a cool scene but yeah i was just got i don't know it just got really tired and then i all of a sudden i heard john carl john carl and i was like oh hey i'm here sorry <laughs> definitely fell asleep <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. So, so that's a hot take right there. That Destiny Two is so boring that it'll literally make you fall asleep. <laughs> I love that game though. I played it a ton. You know, like the the end game is really fun. I will say that the Destiny Two does a pretty pretty good end game. Pretty good end game. Yeah, I I I really liked Destiny Two. So Activision's Twitter page tweeted. I think it was just like just like twelve hours ago that uh that Treyarch obviously would be creating this new Call of Duty for 2020, right? Which didn't surprise anybody because Infinity Ward <laughs> made the last one and Treyarch and Infinity Ward switch off every every other year, right? Yeah, yeah. Or switch off, yeah, they switch off, like, they hand off year to year. But the thing that was super interesting was that Raven Software is going to be collaborating with Treyarch on this new Call of Duty. Uh, and so for those of you who oh. don't know, uh, Raven, and I, I looked this up now, and now I'm like even more intrigued. So Raven has partnered with, uh, with Call of Duty developers in the past. They helped make Call of Duty Ghosts. They helped do Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare Remastered. Uh, mm. They also... Uh, they also did Call of Duty Online. Call of Duty Online, I never played, so we can ignore Call of Duty Online. Wait, 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 wait! wait. There's such thing as Call of Duty Online? How do I not know of this? Yeah, it came out in like 2014 or 2015, um, and now, what? and actually, uh, currently, Raven Software is collaborating uh, with Infinity Ward on Call of Duty Warzone specifically, not the Modern Warfare yeah. part of the game, but Call of Duty Warzone. But the thing that uh, that I realized is it's this is the first time that they've ever partnered with or collaborated with Treyarch to develop a Call of Duty. All in the past, it's always been Infinity Ward that they've uh, that they've partnered with. So this is really interesting to me because my most of my like my favorite Call of Duty is a Treyarch Call of Duty. They do a great job. Yeah, they really do. It, and this is. We've talked about it before. This is a super hot take, but Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is my favorite Call of Duty. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, it's the it's the second Call of Duty that had jetpacks introduced into it. And wow, the 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 campaign was incredible. The multiplayer was incredible and rewarding, uh, and the zombies was really fun too. But the sticking to just talking about the multiplayer, like. The multiplayer, the movement system was so smooth. It was so fluid to like switch between like jetpack into a slide into like whatever. 
And this is the real reason that I was like so in love with that game is the players that put extra time into the game were the ones that were were rewarded for putting that extra time because they were better at handling themselves like while they were in the air and shooting or being able to like switch between slides to jetpacking or vice versa or they were able to like really nail down that movement system and so there was an obvious skill gap to the players that were you know putting the extra time in the game and they were being rewarded for the extra time that they were putting in the game versus players that were just like hopping on uh like every other day or you know once a week to play yeah Whereas, i love i love that yeah because like with call, with call of duty modern warfare it's still a fantastic game but all you got to do is camp and you're gonna do great <laughs> and, which is so yeah. frustrating to me and it's like yeah it's really annoying to play yeah, I feel like it just ruins the, the gameplay experience for not only the person who's, like, getting killed by said camper, but I feel like it ruins the experience for the camper. It's like, do you really have fun just sitting there by yourself with an LMG, you know, camping You'd be surprised, man. Or an, You'd be or really surprised. Well, yeah, some people do actually have I've fun played with that. Dude, I've played with some people, and I'm like, like, a Warzone specifically, where, like, I'll be... Like, I love, uh, okay, part of the reason I don't like MMO, or not MMOs, <laughs> part of the reason I don't like uh, Battle Royales that much, and the o- reason I'll only play them with other people, is because there there are two ways that I can play MMOs. I can sit, or not MMOs, wow, I keep saying MMOs. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, Battle Royales aren't MMOs, never mind. So, <laughs> there's two ways I can play Battle Royales. I can camp. Take it really slow. Maybe get like two or three kills in a game, right? And and make the top ten. Maybe win the game, right? Yep. Or I can actually have fun and go for kills, <laughs> and then probably <laughs> lose. Sometimes maybe win too. But like, that's the way I have fun. Is if I'm like actively like you know, I feel like I'm playing the whole time. But I was I've played with some people who literally will like just stay in one spot and wait like. And it's just like, sure, maybe you'll win, but like, but what's the fun in I'm just like, sitting there? What's the fun in just sitting here? I'm like falling asleep, yeah, just sitting here waiting. The like, wind for doesn't the feel as rewarding. It just literally, like, yeah, and then and then it feels even worse when you don't win because it's like, man, well, I just sat around for ten minutes doing absolutely doing nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty frustrating. But I get that. You're right. There are some people that do prefer to play like that, but yeah. uh. But I don't know. I there's there has been no gameplay released. There's not even the, a title released for this new Call of Duty for 2020, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like they're kind of behind the eight ball on. Uh, they did it, they did say that it is at a playable state, but I feel like typically by now we've like already heard of like the title of the Call of Duty. We may have seen some like alpha gameplay, and like we're getting ready to to access beta by like end of August, early September. So, uh, I feel like they're a little bit behind on the eight ball here, which is interesting because, uh, I think it might play into the success of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. You think so? I think so. Because, granted, there's been a lot that's happened this year. Uh, but thinking about, like, really, they have two years to to work on developing this game. Because, like like last the last track called duty was black ops 4 right so they released black ops 4 in 2018 and that was like like october or something 2018 right sure 
and probably before like a couple weeks before or a couple months before they st- they had released that they had already started working on developing the next call of duty that they were going to be making right their 2020 call of duty title because now they had infinity ward that was you know already you know finishing up their final touches on modern warfare right so they start working on that call of duty title in 2018 for their 2020 title and now we're in now it's august 5th 2020 and we still don't even have a title not even the title for the call of duty game uh, I think it's I think it's a hundred percent because uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been so popular. They just went into their fifth season. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone is also super popular, uh, so it's really interesting stuff. Well, I okay, I don't remember where I heard this, but I thought I remember someone telling me that like after this Call of Duty, they're they're going to treat Warzone as like its own thing. Yeah, it was me that told you that. That was okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to be using going forward. They're going to be using the foundation of Call of Duty Warzone uh, as the Call of Duty Battle Royale. So Call of Duty Warzone will continue to exist beyond like the main Call of Duty Modern Warfare title being replaced by the 2020 Call of Duty title. Right. Now, granted, Modern Warfare will still be playable for those of you who still want to play Modern Warfare. That's great. That's awesome. But. Uh, going forward, Call of Duty Warzone uh, will, you know, now be all of a sudden be starting to to like be developed by Treyarch as well. Like they'll be throwing things into to Call of Duty Warzone. But the interesting thing to me is that I realized now that I realized that Raven partnered with Infinity War to help, and they continually are like are collaborating with uh, making Call of Duty Warzone. I think that's going to be a large part of the collaboration between Treyarch and Raven is Raven's going to keep their end up on uh, on Call of Duty Warzone and then Treyarch is just going to start throwing things in. Like maybe the, Treyarch will throw them the maps for Warzone and Raven will still just be developing the game. Hmm. That's an interesting theory. Because that's, the, uh, that's the only way to like keep the gameplay consistent across you know different developers, in my opinion. True. Well, they all use the same engine, right? So that's kind of how I guess it would feel similar. But I mean, yes and no. But like, you know, when you play Call of Duty, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and then you go back and play Call of Duty Black Ops Four, like the play style just feels very different between those games. Even though they're both Call of Duty titles, they're both first-person shooters. They just feel very different. They do. I mean, you could say the same thing between Black Ops 3 and Black Ops 4, though. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I guess it could change for the worse or for the better. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough call. I trust Treyarch enough. Like, my favorite Call of Duties have been Treyarch ones, save for Modern Warfare 2, which, like, if you like Call of Duty and you don't like Modern Warfare 2, then... I don't know what to say, man. I, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just the, the that is the quintessential Call of Duty, um, to me. Uh, a lot of people would say Modern Warfare, you know, Call of Duty Four, but um, I think a lot of people would actually agree with you and say Modern Warfare Two, but I I I loved Modern Warfare Two, but my first Call of Duty was COD Four, and so that one just has a lot of uh, a lot of nostalgia for me. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of people about how, about that, and that seems to be the case for them. I never actually played COD 4 
in its heyday, surprisingly. I was a Halo person. Gotcha. Anti-Call of Duty, you know? Yeah. Call of Duty and Halo used to have such a rivalry. It's like not even anywhere near. (laughs) It's non-existent nowadays, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like Halo's just competing with themselves now. It's like Halo versus Halo. (laughs) But I think think the funny thing is, is that like most people our age, their first Call of Duty title was Modern Warfare 2. Uh, but I was able to finagle my parents into letting me play <laughs> rated M games pretty early. And so I got to play Call of Duty 4, like when it came out, uh, cause I first played it at one of my friend's houses and I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> and it doesn't make me violent. Hot take. Oh my God. <laughs> Too soon. That could never be said soon enough. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like. I don't know, man. I, I I guess I think part of the reason this is gonna be kind of random, but I think part of the reason why that's a whole thing, like the video games make you violent thing, it's because most gamers are pretty quiet, not very, you know, um, outspoken, I guess. Um, so you don't know who's the gamer and who isn't. Half the people who are gamers, not even half, like ninety percent of the people who are gamers, are sitting there pretty mild mannered, you know. And then some some guy who probably suffering from mental illness or something goes and does something crazy. Everyone's like, oh, he's a gamer. That's yeah. why. Like, what? It's just, <laughs> honestly, it's like a, it's like a form of stereotyping. It, I mean, it is. I mean, to like a very, you know, this the stakes on it are low. Right, 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 right. But I mean, it, it technically is. But it, yeah, it's it just doesn't make sense how I, I just don't see how like people will like examine the details of a kid's life and then be like oh he played video games and that's why he did it it's not like oh he came from a single parent household and like had bad grades it was a detention all the time it's like well maybe maybe this kid had some issues like yeah you know i I just and it's just like lame i mean we could get into a whole political conversation about why why uh you know they they do that kind of stuff but I'm gonna keep it light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't like to we don't like to twaddle about that. Nah. But uh We like polite twaddling. Right, polite twaddling. Uh <laughs> it was just a it was just a quick hot take. Oh that is uh, oh yeah. And it's a correct hot take. Oh yes. I'll double down on that hot take. <laughs> <laughs> uh but this this is interesting to me that we still haven't heard anything about like what the title of this twenty twenty Call of Duty is, cause if they want to release beta, which every year they do, and every year I get to play beta, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited for this Call of Duty, or oh, I'm not so excited for this Call of Duty. Uh, which, side note, the last time I, I played Call of Duty beta and I was like, I'm not excited for this Call of Duty, uh, was when I played the World War II beta. Uh, sorry, COD World War II. And that's the thing, like, I'm a world, I like, I love history, and I love, like, World War history. Even though there was like pretty gruesome stuff, but man, was that just a horrible, horrible game? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But my point is, uh, <laughs> if if they want to still release beta, they're gonna like they have no choice but to like release it by the end of this month or like first couple weeks of September. Otherwise, like with the title being released mid-october or early november 
Like, you can't release beta in October for that and try to, like, build a bunch of hype for it last minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do just want to make a, a really quickly, quick side tangent point here. Please do. Call of Duty World War II was notoriously horrible. The <laughs> The campaign was, like... They tried to make it way too cinematic and, and like, make it seem like this weird, like, buddy marine, like, buddy army, like, feel-good story. It was, like, the weirdest fucking thing. It's like, who the hell makes a feel-good movie about World War II? <laughs> right. Like, that's not, that, that's not what the tone of the, the situation is. Like, how do you decide you're going to do that? If you, if y'all want to play an amazing world war ii game play the original world war ii call of duty call of duty world at war that game has an absolutely amazing campaign they do an insanely good job that was an incredible campaign um yeah to your point like them making the world war ii campaign super like buddy buddy and and everything that'd be like if they turned saving private ryan into a rom-com yeah, like it just, it, <laughs> like it just makes no sense at all. It really um, makes zero sense. It, it just made me so upset. But getting back <laughs> to your point, do you think that they like delayed it? And then more to your point, do you think they intentionally delayed it? I think that they're intentionally uh, letting Call of Duty: Modern Warfare and and Call of Duty: Warzone like stay in the in the in the like the stage light. You know what I mean? Like they want to make mm-hmm. sure that the light is still shining on them. Uh, but the thing is with new consoles coming out this year, odds are the new Call of Duty title is going to come out mid October, early November. And so they've got to release a beta soon for people to start playing. Uh, otherwise people aren't going to be talking about it as much and it's going to, it's just going to die, uh, under the news of next gen consoles as soon, especially once pricing is unveiled about next gen consoles and stuff. Yeah. So. Is there, there's no like there's no like rumors for a release date or anything like everything i'm seeing online saying that it's like it's gonna come out in 2020 but like here let me see that nothing, real? Nothing, <laughs> nothing that i have seen yet has had like a a release date call of duty 2020 i've been looking at i've been looking at it and i can't find anything um yeah, most of the news about it is like two hours ago or two days ago uh, or a day ago. Uh, IGN the- article is saying that uh, it's in a the, the developers saying that it's in a playable state. Apparently, whatever that yeah. means. and the next and the title should be revealed, quote unquote, soon. Soon. Ooh. Well, I Ooh. hope it's not. In- it's not in the same playable state as that um uh what was it ghost recon whatever i don't know remember oh, that ghost recon? e3 yeah the demo we played at e3 it was, was like it, uh, a, was it breakpoint breakpoint oh my god that game was broken as hell and <laughs> and like it was we waited in the line for almost three hours to play an alpha i didn't even know it was an alpha yeah and then they had like a mouse and keyboard out and then they had a controller out and then they told you like oh don't grab mouse and and keyboard you have to use the controller yeah that was i started on mouse and keyboard and i was like and you crashed the game i crashed the game and i'm like hey it's not working and the guy's like 
oh yeah just don't use the mouse and keyboard it's not working i'm like what oh, what what <laughs> What do you mean? That was so funny. You were so uh, frustrated about that. Oh my god. Like a bad review for them. <laughs> but like when I made it actually like constructively crit critical. Well, like yeah. I, I know, think that they learned a lot like, from your review. Yeah, I was like, listen, you gotta tell me it's a fucking alpha before I wait two and a half hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That was uh that was kind of bonkers there. Hey, it's a it's a great story, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see what the uh what the Call of Duty title is going to be like are they just going to be like hey, it's Black Ops 5 or are they going to be like <laughs> or are they going to be like oh, it's a whole new Call of Duty title. There've been rumors that it's going to be like Vietnam era, so uh it'll be Ooh. interesting to see. I feel like this is a very controversial kind of Yo, era wait. to put into a Call of Duty game though. Dude, literal article time of recording just came out this like an hour ago, two hours ago, on IGN, it's, and the title of the article on IGN is Call of Duty 2020 will be integrated with Warzone, and it's called Black Ops Cold War. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have a, we'll have more to talk about uh, on, a, on this Call of Duty topic uh, in a future episode of Twaddle Play. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, oh, should we turn this into a two-parter? Maybe make it a little... Oh, maybe we'll uh, talk... Yeah, you know what? If you want to hear more about Call of Duty 2020, we're going to keep to continue to talk about it in the next episode of Twaddle Play, coming out next Friday. <laughs> laser <laughs> uh, But unfortunately, we do have to cut this one a little bit early today. But... Yes. We really appreciate uh, you guys' support with with our podcast between between both the Twaddlecast podcast, Twaddle Tech, and Twaddle Play. Uh, we love hearing your guys' uh, feedback. We love hearing hearing what you guys love about us, what you guys want to see more of. Uh, so, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are heard, uh, please leave a review, and we know what we can continue to to do well, and we know what we can. Uh, work better on yes we really count on your guys support we love that uh that uh, we can uh, deliver some entertainment for you yeah yeah so until next time we will see you guys later see ya